Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. What are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. And Music. We are just A podcast about things you actually care about, hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things, too. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Maybe a little too much. Yes. That's awesome. The talented one, Chris Machete. That no-talent ass clown became famous. And Brenton. You know, that guy from your other favorite podcast. I liked it. I was good at it. So grab onto the handrail and don't let go. This is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Here's CM and BD. The show show has begun, actually. Good, man. What's shaking? You were under a shit ton of snow, weren't you? Don't you guys have that much snow? It's cold. No. It's not that much snow. Really? Buffalo and New York apparently got the most snow, but, uh, you know, it's cold here. But I'm I'm okay with it. It's going to get a brink going in the backyard soon. It's all good, man. Canada. Yeah, I'm thinking the sooner good, it gets here, the sooner it'll be gone. That's like a couple of weeks away from the rink. They're really that? cold. That's like a couple of weeks away for the rink. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm going to get one of those padding things this year, and we'll see how that works, right? So apparently it just has to stay in the minuses, and you're good. Uh, I know. Have you tried that? A, well, uh, back in the day, I had one oh, okay. uh, back in, like, Caesarea. Oh, no, no, no. These are new. This is. I'm sure they've... they've You'd come a long way yeah. since then, but yeah. Yeah. There's a pad you put down and then it just freezes and then it's a whole thing. This, yeah, yeah these, this one comes with a cushion on the side that goes around, you know what I mean? So it kind of stays even and whatnot. And yeah, yeah it's, it costs like 130 bucks. So it should be a little more advanced than the one you got back then. I'm hoping. Yeah. The other one was right? tarp. Well, see, that's was... what my wife was like, could you throw a tarp down? And I'm like, hmm, how many was... reasons can I give you? No. There's well, it was tarp reasons. and then you filled it up with water and then the water would yeah. like, you know, do the thing and yeah, all that stuff. So. So I'm gonna get my beans. I'm gonna Funny get some stuff. new new one going on. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be good. And it's really cold, but I'm okay. Get more work done inside, right? Yeah. I uh, it's been uh, it's been amazing. We've been we've had the, like the best weather here. It's been awesome. So it's finally gonna rain in the next couple of days. So you know, get all the Christmas shit up and all that stuff. But uh, all the neighbors are all in it, you know. But they're all Johnny on it. I don't know. I don't know when you put your shit up, but I I've got I don't put mine up for. I'm like a December 1st guy, but let's well, say we know with this year, we had one of those huge fake trees that was in like, it looked like what it was. You, you're keeping not one body in there, but two bodies in there. You know what I mean? Uh, oh my God. Carrying it around. Um, and we finally sold it this year. Cause it's, it's just mammoth. It's huge. Oh, and you sold it. Yeah, Lonnie, someone actually bought it. Oh, in a heartbeat. Cause it, it had, there was something to do uh, with the ultra fiber optic thing that the cats wouldn't chew and eat. So uh, we know that little item went quickly. That item went right away, my friend. And basically what we did was we parlayed that money and just bought like a little small tree. And we had like 20 bucks to spare for some beer for me after. So it was all good. There you go. <laughs> so we downsized our tree this year. Um, I got the hooks up outside. I just got to put the lights out. I just got to get some 
some beer and some motive motivation and I'll get the mm. lights up. The neighbors, a lot of the neighbors have them up. Some of them are really going to town. I should have took some photos because it's pretty cool. We have a lot of uh, younger families around here that really go for it, which I really enjoy. Yeah. And yeah, it's been, uh, but it's been fun. I'm actually looking forward to Christmas year. Uh, this year I'm, I'm uh, got some key things I want to ask for from Santa Take and it. I'm stoked. I'm, it's going to be a fun Christmas. Yeah. I got my sister coming in. Um, what else? Um, and I'm actually home, like leading up relatively early, which is great. That never really happens right. very much. So, <laughs> so it's good to just chill. I yeah. talked to Ta- Taylor today, and she looks like she gets home like just before Christmas. So it's gonna be yes. a good one for you. She's going out with the bare naked ladies on tour up until the 23rd or the 22nd, I believe. I think. Yeah. I think maybe two or three on 22nd. Yeah, 22. I think she's home 23, which yeah. is great. Good for her. Rad tour. Uh, yeah, for congratulations, her. Uh, Taylor. She's my daughter. She. Uh, yeah, she's she's like what's her title on that that tour she told me but I can't remember what you guys do. Well, I think she's a production assistant on that. So, that's yeah, so a, she's the production assistant on the Bare Naked Ladies is, tour upcoming here. Which is a very if not the most important job for a band. Like, you know, you you've go. got your tour managers and your production managers, but then there's the glue and she'll be the glue. Mm-hmm. Which is really really cool. Mm-hmm. So, I'm proud of my daughter. I'm excited for her going out there and she was just here for a visit, which was cool. She did. Uh, she ran the JJ Wild show here in Kingston. Oh yeah, that would have been cool for her, given yeah, that so she. Yeah, was... she got to hang out with the old tribe of hers, and that was great. Yeah. I got the invite to go down, but of course I'm old. What time is that show going to be on there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I wasn't feeling good over the weekend too, so it was a pretty. It was yeah. a pretty uh, mellow weekend, dude. I, I discovered though painting. I got a bunch of canvases and I started painting. Oh, like, you, like like that. like old school, like old style. Yeah, like, like yeah. painting on canvas. I got this wicked like. So I'm really, yeah, anyway, you know, my art style is really dark, right? So I got some yeah. cool stuff. Go. It's all dark, but it's pretty decent. Pretty, yeah, I got a wicked Joker that I just finished. It's like, it's like the, the, the light source is on the one side of his face and it's really silhouetted and it's just smiling. So friggin' creepy. And but what's the, what's, what's the style on the canvas though? That's a different thing. My style, like not- it's my style, but I did it on canvas. Man, it's hard. You'd have to see it. I should have brought it in here, but. But you're not doing like you're doing characters. Or you're actually going to just do like colors. And I shit. just started off doing some stuff that was comfortable for me. I did a carnage. Um, I did a Joker. And yeah. when my wife wants me to do a, a Joker Batman or a jo- like a, a combo of the style that, yeah. I, that I'm doing, like the white silhouette kind of thing of them. And we're going to have the matching set uh, for, for downstairs. And then uh, and then I'm not sure I, Silver Surf would probably would lend itself well to the style that I'm doing. You know what I mean? And then eventually I want to get into some like fine art painting i guess because everybody seems to be buying the crap out of stuff maybe you know i don't know maybe, maybe well they they do happen. but there's also like the one red dot if people well, see that's what i'm fighting like i've always been opposed to that kind of i know thing, you've right? always so, been opposed to that that's but i mean I like. it, it it's def it's it's everyone's definition though it's everyone's kind of like what is cool in someone's house yeah. i got a, a buddy of mine that does some stuff out here and then he ends up putting it on like that glass finish yeah and it's kind of cool. So he actually paints on a glass thing and then it does, but it's a certain style. And I'm like, that's cool because it's like, it's nothing like you would think per se, like from the right. standpoint of like, you know, it's not that like, it's a Monet, a yeah. Monet or it's a, it's a this or that. It's just like a, a cool kind well, of. What I'm doing, what I'm doing right now, you can tell it's, it's a, it's a Cochran. And you can tell <laughs> a big comic book signature on yeah, it. Yeah. You can tell what it is right now. I've only done two. But I just did them over the weekend. You know, I did two paintings over the weekend. I'm just finishing them off tonight, really. Just going back over. You know, I'm not I'm not super happy with them. You know what I mean? But I'm getting there. So, but yeah, how do you fit? So do you do them and then you got to gloss them and then you got to and then you got to like I, I got to I see I'm I got to finish them all off that way. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. Um, 
we'll see what it leads to. I'd love to be able to like take an emotion of like, you know, some kind of something and parlay it into a nice dark painting that I like to do. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got me thinking though. It's funny because you look at, so I'm just, just to switch gears here, the Marvel universe and the burnout on Marvel right now. Right, buddy. Um, You look at something like uh, um, the boys. Okay. Mm -hmm. You got, what it's real life basically it's like what if superman was evil and they show you the the percussions of what happened in some graphic detail when we're seeing that now and and, and there's there's not a lot of the boys to watch you've got one series it's not like you've got five spin-offs ten of spin-offs no. like yet Hat. so yet. you have this small segment of true true life superheroes right you know what i mean yeah. um kind of like you know the walking dead came out of Night of the Living Dead, all right? Marvel has so much stuff out there that it's all controlled by one specific domain, we will say. Yeah. So it's all this steady, This it's the same. It's the same vibe coming along. Um, you know what I mean? Whereas when you get uh, the boys, it's not. It's like, what the hell in one way? What the hell in another way? Because it's, it's more lifelike. It's more yeah. true to life. Now, what we've got with Marvel and DC is all us fanboys are just happy that these movies can be done properly now. Oh, look at Superman fly and look awesome. Look at Black Adam, look amazing and be able to do all the cool things like the movie we just saw there. Yeah, yeah. Look at this great. proper daredevil. Look at proper daredevil, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all it's all along the same station, man. Could you if, if you did a movie, let's say you gave a movie to Quentin Tarantino and you gave him, say, Superman. Let's give him Superman. Okay, now let's break this down. You've got a guy, Lex mm-hmm. Luthor, who wants to kill a superhuman being. All right. How in detail, you know, you've seen all, everybody's seen the movies of how Lex Luthor, oh, I'm going to get a robot. Oh, I'm just going to make him weak with uh, kryptonite. And then I'm going to stash him somewhere and experiment on him. No, 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 no. Let's go the route of what he would, you know, he's already, he can already got a piece of his blood. He just wants to annihilate, destroy Superman. Can you imagine how in detail somebody like Quentin Tarantino could take this, how in detail the graphic violence could be towards Superman yeah, or, or the graphic violence towards the world that we're not seeing. Cause it's all fluffed out in DC and Marvel movies. If you took the same graphic violence, the same realism that they're showing in something like the boys and put that in a major motion picture of Marvel and DC. Um, the closest you get to that is Deadpool because that's just his character. Yeah. It's not like Marvel's like, hey, let's try this. No, it was it was, it was yeah. Ryan Reynolds saying, hey, I got, I got the money to make Deadpool exactly the way Deadpool is in the comic books. Now, here's sure. the thing. Don't don't be mad at the comic books because this is exactly what they did back in the day with the comic books in the 90s. They did a million titles. They threw them against the wall. There was Sleepwalker. There was Dark Hawk. There was uh, all kinds of these slapstick. There was all kinds of crappy heroes. And they, they were, and it was like, wow, you know, two bucks for this comic book? Really? Um, okay, well, it's number one. I should buy it. And it was the same thing. That's what they're doing. So now we've evolved to the stage of TV and movie. So we're getting this same level to all our Marvel movies, the same vibe, the same mm-hmm. level, the same vibe to all our DC movies. We need somebody to step in there. And at what I see, we don't, Mess again, I think it's like somebody at the hub of it, like Kevin Feige or somebody else says, Oh no, 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 no. Oh, it's like what Darren said when he, it's exactly like what Darren said when he was on the edge and he played, uh, 
Flag wagon. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And Alan Cross was like, Alan, yeah, we're going to need you to come in on the, uh, flag wagon. Yeah, that TPS report there. Here's what we should do. Actually, Kevin, it was funny. Kevin, Mr. Feige, if we could just get this director in and just do like a really gritty, gritty Spider-Man movie where like, you know, it, we really get into a psycho emotion about everything and we get into the serious torture between him and the Green Goblin psychology wise and how Gwen is used as yeah, a yeah. toy and it's just all close up blah, blah, and that's it. It's like a, a two hour story and boom. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Work. So I think again, yeah. as I always mention those two guys that are just want their sushi, you make yeah. oh, I don't know, Bill. I don't know. Bah, bah, I, don't know. I think if, well, a black, Black Adam was was pretty cool like that. Like they, they they were it was a bit violent. A bit, but like it's, it was I, bit I guarantee like, it's, it's I guarantee it's not <laughs> to the level of what I'm saying. Wasn't um, even, the boys. Yeah, is. I know what you're saying. Yeah. There, there's that station, oh, no, no, no. dude. You can't go yeah, past yeah, that yeah. station. No matter what Deadpool can. Pardon me? Deadpool can. Well, see, but he's the exception Ryan because can. Ryan Reynolds brought him in and yeah, he, yeah. he kept him exactly the way he was. In the comic book, exactly yeah. the way he was. Now, if we bring Wolverine in properly, and he's exactly the way he was in the comic book, Wolverine gets so berserk or mad that he just starts killing people and he won't calm down. He gets like a Hulk rage going. But it's he's cutting people's yeah. heads off. Um, you know, the closest we saw to that was in Logan. And I was like so excited to see a violent Wolverine. It was like, oh, that's it? All right. Mm. You know, it was cool. The girl was the star of that one. But it was good. Great, it was movie, great movie, dude. Great yeah. movie. But it said yeah, the big thing it. was you're going to see the final, you're going to see the feral. Wolverine, right? And I didn't see that, but um, that's the thing about Wolverine. He should be just when when he's done fighting some a, a group of people in the room, it should be just a bloodbath. And to show that, let me ask you that. Let, let me ask you that then about comics in general, because I mean, for me, obviously being a DC guy, some Fantastic Four, and some Captain America, um, growing up, and some some Spider Man, but it was a death in the family, which was that first comic. And, you know, I had a lot of them, but it was Death in the Family was that first one where the Joker just literally beats the shit out of Robin uh, with the crowbar. Mm. And I remember reading that going, oh, my God. And I hadn't anything in my collection at that point that was anywhere close to that. There was a there was an action comic, Superman, where he was dark and that was that got a little evil, but uh, it never really got to that level. And that was the first one that I remember being like it that and being kind of like holy shit it kind of crossed the line totally and i'm wondering did that Robin, did that dude. did that exist but did that exist before in something else oh yeah well that was the thing back so, in the marvel like, day they were killing characters off and they didn't come back all the time right that was like bucky bucky right. died and it was like bucky's dead man he's not kill him off back. violently though and then the 80s like violently came, like and then that the 80s came they started bringing them back sorry what are you saying but like vi violently like that, like that, that terribly violent, like where it was just crowbar and blood oh. and guts everywhere flying. Like, do you remember it being the, something that was like that? Because that was the first one I had saw. You, you're way deeper in That's than I am. So super you violent, wanna, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there was some... Wolverine issue this, there was something. Or... I, I'm going to have to, I'll have to look that up because, uh, yeah, because there's also some scenes with uh, like some, some, some uh, female violence, man on female violence that you're, when I'm reading back in the day, I remember being young, being, Whoa, and it was a silhouette of it or something, or just like shown. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the the implications in the art, and sometimes that's even more with your imagination in there. You know what I mean? As a reader, yeah. as a reader kind of thing, you know, it's like, holy cow, look at that. That's that's really dark. Um, but there are more. I just can't think of them off top. There's, there's a ton of them probably. Um, I remember when Jean Grey got killed, the Phoenix in the comic book. I was like, oh my God, it was just so sad. It wasn't brutal and violent, yeah. but it was just like, 
mind blowing as a kid. Just wow, they just killed Phoenix. Crazy. Yeah, it's quite it's quite yeah, something so- as they go through because because we're you're saying like burnout. Like I sent the kids to Wakanda yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, I just don't want to, I, 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 I don't have three hours. I don't have three hours in me. And Black Panther was on the other day and I'm like, yeah, I just, I don't have three hours in me. I was fine with Black Adam because I was like, I really want to see like a new DC thing. I want to kind of see what that was looking like. So I felt pretty good about that. Um, but um, it, it, it's really got to do something to get me out. Well, as I th- say, to that they're, in this, they're in this wedge here, buddy, and they need to pop. Above it or yeah. under it depends. They yeah. want to go more violent or they want to go more more uh, mental realistic, right? But they need to get more intense. You don't, yeah. Like I'm not saying you have to have heads being ripped off. You need to have, but you need yeah. something that's more intense than fighting. If you catch my drift yeah. on that, like the whole thing between Peter Parker slash Spider Man slash Norman Osborn slash the Green Goblin, right, was just brilliant. You get into that psychology and the mind blownness of each other, and you know, imagine learning that for the first time. That's incredible. It's like that 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 was incredible, and the way that he used, and then once he found, once Green Goblin figured out who Spider Man was, what did he do? He went for his loved one. He went for Gwen, man, the person that he cared about the most in the world. Yeah. Whole and this is this yeah. is done back in this like the sixties, right? So this is or like early seventies, late six. So this is some this is some breathtaking stuff back then. Have it done with that intensity by somebody who writes with that intent, not like we're going to get somebody in who works great with special effects, who can really, you know, you know, have him swing across the buildings and check out this dazzling fight scene at the end. Woo! Nah, let's just go for the hits to the head where Peter Parker really. You know, you well, you know how they're doing it. Too. You know, the other side of it too is that they, because they are keeping it to a low, dull roar. I'm, I am curious if. It does set up the shock factor better, though. Well, they just don't want to offend anybody, dude. They just don't want to offend. Well, anybody. but I'm, but I, when I watch my when I watch my daughter watch anything with that ties in any kind of emotion, she's all in. Like on what kind of she's like, I cried three times, and then like this or or like uh, like Tom Holland, like they better not kill him off. Like there's just mm-hmm. this thing where where it's fun for them, and so I kind of go, I wonder if they if they were to throw a wrench into it and actually, and you know, throw something of significance in mm-hmm. that it would, you know, you're saying they don't want to offend, but I'm, I'm, my kids need that. I'm like, they need like a serious right. death. Like right. they need a serious, like to, to mess it all up, to show them the trueness. Cause there hasn't really been anything like that where a main character has gone. Maybe, I don't know if stranger things did it. Like, it's just so interesting. Well, and even things. Cobra Kai, which I, which I love, I'm waiting. Like, you know, they've, they've had five opportunities to really cause like an uproar. Mm. And I'm like, I know they're, what they're trying to do because they're, it's making money and they're, and they're, they're carrying it on. But you know, there was a kid that had a broken back. There was something else. There was something else. They really could have like just left it mm-hmm. um, and said, sorry, man, the kid, fell off of railing and broke his back. He's dead. Right. And kids have been like, oh, because Degrassi did that. Remember Degrassi yeah, totally. was like, you know, Wheels is dead. What? You know what I mean? And like, Means. what? And then he's just gone. And then this happened. And then that kid, the one kid committed suicide. And like that shit was like, it was over. Yeah. And we, I was only 12 or 10 when that shit came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just don't, they don't have it enough in, in with the kids. Now to your point, maybe they're, they don't want to offend them or something, but they need a serious like shock. Yeah. And I just don't know well, the, if they're going to get the it. The thing is, know? is that I, I think they need to pick an adult line of comic movies. You know what I mean? Like there needs to be 
um, the, yeah. the line of movies, Spider-Man and whatnot, like if you want, you know, for the kids and then take some of the other ones, like a Wolverine movie that's taken a little more seriously yeah. and get some of these, these really intense writer writers and producers in there and tempt them with something different. Say, you know, hear me. I'd like, I think this is a great opportunity to change the scope and the land of these comic book movies. Um, would you be interested in giving this a shot and putting your input into it? And you'd probably get some fantastic filmmakers in there finally putting a twist in oh. there. But I think they have to be written for adults because I don't think you can do much more in the range for the kids that they've, they've already done it. You know what I mean? The only thing they do is just make better um, graphics and stuff because you're, you're not making new characters to begin with anybody. You're using Spider-Man, you're using Batman, mm. you're yeah. using Iron Man. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So if they're not going to be creating new characters that they all like for the kids, they're not going to be doing anything too new story-wise. And that's fine. The kids, I love the fact that the kids know about Marvel stuff. I love it. I think it's great. But at the same time, Marvel, give us adults something, right? That, that There's my, my 20 minutes. Well, break. you know what's funny, though, is that they have had to deal with this emotion of Chadwick Boseman dying, right. you know, with the Black Panther. And that was, like, they were pretty choked about that. That was when thrust that, upon that news them, too. Came, they didn't write that. When that, was- that news, yeah. And so they had to write it in. And that Smith was like, oh. Like it was like it was a it was heavy for, for sure. her because she loved it so so I, they did get a taste of like real life there, but it's like you know you're kind of like ah oh, you know the way like Taylor Hawkins said I'm like ah oh, that sucks well, also, you know another great example they, dude you, you know, know is is The Walking Dead when The Walking Dead started becoming predictable is when people started hating it off the beginning yeah. somebody could die yeah. and it was like whoa they just killed that yeah guy. well that's why I love it would it. happen like well, that, that sometimes right the, girl, the the daughter in the barn. Oh, I remember Lee, Lee's reaction. Lee's my like uh, her reaction to the to, to the daughter uh, in the barn. I'll never forget. Like it was just like, like what? Like it was just the most shocking thing because that was really intense when that happened. Yeah. Man. Hey, Par, what's up, buddy? That was really yeah. Intense, I think that that's know? what had the Walking Dead. Um, people stopped watching because it became predictable. But when it first came out, man. And there was even the walking, like talking dead that was after. I know. And that was cool. And then that guy got, well, that, that guy got in trouble, right? And now he's back. Yeah, because he was being so mean. I guess he's a real piece of shit to everybody, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. So we're, we're going to talk, we're going to talk some Simpsons Yeah, that's just my, so Marvel, you, studios, you got to start getting some movies out for us adults. Keep them coming for the kids. But uh, come on, man. I've been a, a Marvel supporter since I was like seven, six years old. The Simpsons! Yay! Yeah, we're going to talk some Simpsons uh, characters and sort of like favorite Simpsons episodes of all time. Uh, things like that. Uh, you know, obviously a beloved show that's been on forever and ever and ever and doesn't seem to be stopping anytime soon. Uh, not to mention all the shit that they've predicted that's come true and all the rest of it. So um, we thought we'd just spend a little bit of time on it. Chris came up with this idea of... of um, of like we should talk Simpsons, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I haven't really, uh, haven't really done that in a while. Uh, now here's uh, another one. That, yeah. So this so this show started. We're going to talk about maybe the first seven seasons, okay? Yeah. Now here's another maybe show that, in my eight. opinion, um, it just it became too well. This became so. First, you start off. Now let's look at it this way. I'm I'm looking at these episodes. I started watching it again, right? And uh, the episodes aren't about anything. It's that Seinfeld uh, scenario. All right. It's like, um, yeah. you know, Homer loses his job. Uh, you know, Bart gets a job. Uh, I'm just, I, I, there's so many just, uh, they lose their dog. 
It's not yeah. like these big, it, like nowadays, I think they oh, Simpsons go to Jamaica and then they meet somebody and this great big jewelry heist happens or something. Back in the day, it was so simple, the storylines. And it was the characters that spun the gold. It was just the smart little dialogue. And in my opinion, Family Guys picked up and does what the early Simpsons stuff does, cranks it up to 15, but does that exact, that exact same thing still. Whereas the Simpsons tried to evolve. All right. So in the beginning, some of those episodes were just so simple, but the little quips in behind them and the way the characters would rebound off just conversations, small conversations was the best part of that show. The voices were amazing. It's like Mark Rainey must have had a great time just saying, all right, here's, here's mm-hmm. my universe. I'm creating and here's my town, Springfield, all these great characters. And it really hurts that that people are getting like they, like a poo. People are offended by a poo, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. Well, Alex, that's funny. My little guy is going to come down and talk for a minute good. and he wants to talk about like his favorite stuff. And he's like, should I do my Apu? And I'm like, two years ago, I would have told you to do your Apu, but you can't. Aww. Like, you, well, you can't like you can and you can't for the same reasons that it that it got canceled. Like everyone gets offended. It's like you can't have a little white kid do an Indian yeah. kid. Like, it's just it's a you thing. Know, the, right. So it's like, it's OK, like the, the, you know, from uh, Big Bang Theory, man, Asian, Big Bang Theory. It's not racist yeah. if it's a beloved Simpsons character. Yeah. It's just so funny. I, I just like, uh, um, I, uh, it, because he does a great Apu. Well, I think you should do <laughs> and it. I just, you know what I mean? So, I think you should yeah, do we'll, it. We'll, 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 we'll dive into it. So, I, I, I'm trying to, th- I did a Mickey Mouse. He's going to come down and I did a Mickey Mouse imitation gonna, last week. Remember that? Oh, it's Mickey Mouse. Well, did it again. Uh, we didn't hear. We didn't hear from any of the mouse people. Oh, you will. So uh, I think it was. fine. Maybe I should have said I something raunchy fine. in his voice. That's right. <laughs> it was funny. You know, I was listening. I want to go back one sec. You were talking about like the the guys in the room that are like, oh, we need to do this or we need to do that. Um, I was listening to uh, the Dana Carvey and uh, David Spade podcast, mm-hmm. and they had uh, Al Franken on. And Al Franken about that 85 to like 90 Saturday Night Live. And they were talking about Spade was would come on to Weekend Up Late with Dennis Miller. And they would always push the the agenda on the censor stuff. And Dave Spade would be like, I'm on the air right now and I'm going to go afterwards and I'm going to go get some pussy, you know, and stuff like that. And Dennis Miller would be like, hey, there's Spud, uh, you're about to get canned, you're, you know, because the censor guys are going to come after you. And and they, they got these big laughs. So you couldn't be too funny because that meant everyone heard it. Mm-hmm. And then you would get censored. And so Spade was telling a story about they would always try to slip in pussy as like a as wherever they could. But they would be like, I'm going to go get some pussy after the show. Like they would do it like this, you know, and get everyone really, really and every now and again, they drop it in and everyone would lose it. And then the censor people would come and Lauren would come and be like, you can't do that. And, you know, now you you can't do certain things. But you it's funny because back then you couldn't say like penis or vagina, but you could say throbbing and moist. Right. And now you can't say those two, but you can say penis and vagina. <laughs> it's just so funny. And then speaking of the Simpsons movie, and they made a big deal about about Bart running around naked. He has, because Bart's little wang was flying around everywhere or something. And they're like, you can't do that. It's the Simpsons. And it's a, it's a cartoon wang or something. And it's just funny that like what family guy has gotten away with versus what the Simpsons haven't been able to get away with yeah. is night and day. Cause to your point, what McFarlane's been able to write on family guy and get away with like just quagmire alone. Oh, 
he's like the modern day Al Bundy meets Jack Tripper. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, and he just get, they just get away with it all the time. Yeah. Uh, maybe they just put a budget in to pay for all the fines. I'm not he, sure. I, but the Simpsons, the, I don't know uh, either. Fox must really protect them. And he hates being on Fox too, which is really funny, but yeah. I don't even know how much he's involved in the show anymore. It's kind of funny because he's, I think they've got like a voice generator for him now. I think they've got, like, I don't think he's even involved in, he created it and now it's new writers. I don't even, I don't even know if he's voicing anything anymore. I think they've got enough Peter in the bank. They've got enough of everybody that they can just do it without, without him. Everybody wants some Peter in the bank. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Simpsons wise, where do you want to start? Do you want to go with like uh, some episodes? We got Ash. Yeah, she's. Oh, Ashley, hi. How you doing there, friend? The Simpsons walk so Family Guy could run. What a great point. Nice work, Ash. We agree. We got a family. Nicely done. Uh, family Guy has always been more explicit, yeah. in my opinion. Yes. Yes, they were, and I think that's what made it. I think that's what what made it so great. I still love Family Guy. Oh yeah, for sure. There's for still sure. some. For sure. There's still some episodes I'm like, because the kids are, can I watch that? I'm like, I got to watch it first. Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple things in there mm-hmm. that are like, eh, yeah. I'm not sure. But like man. the guest stars I'm on The Simpsons, sure. get back to Simpsons. The uh, the guest stars on The Simpsons have always been a real kind of cool thing to, you know, who's going to be in there next? But one of my favorites was Danny DeVito when he played Homer's brother and he, he created that car and then he eventually came oh, back, yeah. which was great. But because uh, because yeah. he goes, oh my gosh, Danny! Because they don't usually come back again when they do a guest star appearance, right? No, uh, it'd be nice. Well, the the one guy that did the the who's the guy that died? The saxophone guy that Lisa liked? Oh yeah, but I mean like a, a like a major star. He wasn't a very big star. Okay, was yeah. He? Well, he was, but Michael Jackson, right? Did the voice, but he was he died. He ends up dying, and Lisa loses him. But yeah. Michael, he, I think Michael Jackson was on a few times. Okay, that was actually Michael voice. Jackson. Yeah, Great. it was actually Michael Jackson. Yeah, I so there you go. Better, yeah. Bleeding Scum Murphy, yep. yeah. Very. Bleeding Scum Murphy, yeah. There we go. Thanks, Ash. We knew you'd have yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so who did you like then? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. I, thought, DeVito. I, thought, I thought that whole episode was fa- just fantastic, right? Um, I just also watched the one where... Melios always got me. See, there's so many I, the episodes. It's just crazy. My favorite, my favorite episode of all time, I think... Um, is the pool episode when Bart broke his leg. I just loved that episode. I thought that was so smart. It was Oh yeah, cuz they're all like in the pool the and whole story is they get a pool. Watch. That's that's the story. Yeah. They get a pool. And then stuff there's, happens there's, around, right? Like it's just ah. Yeah, cuz he's watching Flanders and Flanders is bearing it's something to take off the of back, rear view window Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, at the yeah, very yeah. end, a uh, little dude gets pants there and it's like a summer breeze comes rolling in. From across the sea, just brilliant. Oh yeah, that, with uh, with the, so that with writing the, to me, the writing on that episode to me mm-hmm. was mint. From the beginning, from the Easter, see, I love Easter eggs as well, right? And the yeah. Easter eggs throughout that whole thing in the very end, summer wind comes blowing in. Uh, Martin, Martin got his, was it Martin? Yeah, Martin got his pants Martin. dropped. The summer wind. That's my favorite but, uh, episode, uh, no. tied possibly with the lemon tree. Oh, the lemon tree. Millhouse oh, finds the other mill. Is this Shelbyville? what it sounds like when doves cry? Oh my! Another just the <laughs> writing is brilliant. The brilliant. Okay, somebody steals a tree from 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 uh, from the Simpsons from Springfield. From Springfield. Sorry, yes. Yeah, somebody somebody steals. Takes it to Shelbyville. Shelbyville. St- Shelbyville steals. This is almost a, yeah. a tongue twister. A lemon tree yeah. from Springfield. Yeah. 
that's your episode. And then hilarity ensues. Like, again, one of my all-time favorite episodes. It may be tied with Here's that my Here's mine. Oh, that's such a good one. This that was that was that was Hank Evan's, Scorpio. Evan's favorite one too, right? Hank Scorpio. I mean, come on. Who did on. his voice? That uh, it was uh, Mel Brooks. It was Mel Brooks, and uh, it was great because they. Um, one of my favorite lines that I use almost, I still use it once a year, is the hammock district. Well, you've got hammocks on Maine. You got a hammock on uh, something, something hammock. In fact, they're all down in the hammock district or whatever. It's just the best line, and there's just the, the whole <laughs> premise of Homer getting a new job, yeah. moving towns. Uh, kind of busy right now, Homer. How can I help you? You know, like Homer gets, these Homer gets tra- transferred to a new job. That that is, but that's the basis of the story. And then you, I know, you, all you use is the characters. I love yeah. it. Oh, it's brilliant. It's like Seinfeld, right? If you kill someone on the way out, that'd be really helpful. Really helpful. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, brilliant. See, and then you use the characters. And, uh, what a great character Hank, Hank Scorpio is as well. So many oh sound God. bites. And Marge, Marge, like this with the wine. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, man. Right, she's got nothing to do. She's got an automated house. I mean, come on. That's just the best. That's my favorite episode. Right, yeah. Um, See, I thought I, I the two. <laughs> oh, geez, Leo. Leo. yeah there's, yeah, there's so Scorpio. many how many I mean, times do you like like how many times have i said yoink when i went to take you know all the time yoink. all the time it. yoink it was it's just the craziest thing and it, it's it there's just so much from that time frame that we pull and there's so many episodes like if you go to back, like, you, uh, uh, you just <laughs> the, Nelson, and he beats up Homer. This is for wasting the teacher's time. <laughs> He's just pounding his shit. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, who can forget this one? Oh, my know? gosh. All those baseball players in there. Daryl. And he cries, Darryl. right? Just, and he cries. Don't worry. They're professionals. They can take it, Lisa. Wade Boggs. And then uh, what's his head? Is it Mark McGuire's head? Or somebody's head just keeps expanding because he's just taking somebody's steroids. Ken Griffey or Don? Was it? Don Mattingly on the Ken other Griffey. side there, or whatever. Don Mattingly, yeah, Don Mattingly, Ken Griffey Jr., Roger Clemens, Daryl Strawberry, uh, Wade Boggs, and then there was a few. I'd have to go back into it. I think uh, Mattingly, and then somebody's. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. It, th- th- that that was great. And then Homer, you know, Homer gets hit in the head with the ball and wins the game. Like, <laughs> just awesome, awesome stuff, man. Yeah, there were some cool ones. Uh, you know, obviously oh, this the one monorail one. I call the big one bitey. Yeah, this one is ranked the best <laughs> yeah. of all time. This show, this it's, episode, that's a good episode. Yeah, and the Shining. Uh, this one, the, see the Easter eggs, right? Actually, like, the Easter eggs are mint. Um, and the Shining episode was great. I, there was another. Uh, I saw another Easter egg in a, in a in a Shining one in the Simpsons as well. The monorail, oh, that one there, that. that is one of my favorites. They did that one. What else can we go? I mean, geez, there was uh, when, when Flanders loses it. Yeah, that's a good one too. When you Flanders know what I mean? Flanders, 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 and they again, build what a great character. Oh, diddly. Do you know, do you know why they killed oh, off Maud? Diddly. Why did they yeah, kill off Do you off know why Maud? they killed off Maud? Uh, good question. I used to know this, but I don't. Well, the, now. the actress, uh, the voice actress wanted more money and was going to go on strike. So mm. they're like, oh, okay. Kill her yeah. off. Yeah. I mean, if anyone needs to get more money, it's... And then there's Maude. And then there's Maude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's... Oh Luke God. Skywalker that was one was great, a... too, and Luke Skywalker, because he played Luke Skywalker so well. <laughs> when he ran away. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one I and like to use. Like... And my, oh, the only one that gets it is my wife. 
All right, I'm going to the store. <laughs> and they do, yeah. And there's that. There's again. They, they, that was that was the thing that you would tune in for. Would also be all the guest stars, right? And and, and who they would be. Homer like to your man. point. And I mean, geez, when they did this, this one here, oh, when he killed Mr. Yes. Burns, who shot Mr. Burns? Like, uh, oh my God, there was just so such a great uh, the Halloween specials great, became monumental as well. They are always really, really Treehouse of Horrors, Treehouse of Terrors. That's just great stuff, man. And Itchy and Scratchy, which were a take on on uh, Tom and Jerry. Yeah. You know, which was like, you know, we would tune in to and to watch what Itchy and Scratchy they were putting on. So they were getting us to tune in for a cartoon within a cartoon. I mean, it's pretty smart. I don't think anything was doing that at that time. No, as I was saying, like there was some real smart writing going on back then. You know what? Like, again, just taking taking nothing and really making some writing out. Do you remember the, the movie one? Football in the groin had football in the groin. The party's at beer. Yeah. Fallout Boy. Oh, Fallout Boy. Yeah. Look what Radio came out of Fallout Boy. Man, a giant Fallout Boy. A giant band. A giant they, band uh, came out of the comic book episode is again one of my all-time favorites. Because they get the number one issue of Radioactive Man and they just can't, yeah. can't agree to it. When you're little boys, and that guy at the comic book movies. store. It's just oh. Yeah, the guy at the comic book store is like every comic book store guy, you know. Yes, you, you would not be getting that today. <laughs> I'd say Millhouse. So like if I was to go outside of the Simpsons family, my favorite character is Millhouse. Ah, so many interesting things, you know, the flood. Well, he he was deep. He was deep because the parents split and we had to deal with that arc. Like when the can I borrow a feeling? (laughs) (laughs) What do you say, Luann? Will you take me back? Oh no. No, 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 no. And he's drinking at the hotel. He's like in the pool, smashing shit. It's like I love Milhouse. Milhouse was great. Milhouse was But he had to deal with so much stuff. He like has a crush on Lisa and like Yeah. And Maggie, of course. Uh, so so little little things that another little things that, that made me laugh my head off. Well, why don't we bring Maggie down to the park here? No, Maggie doesn't get along with the other babies. Remember the one with the one eye <laughs> with, with the one eyebrow? And, and then the, yeah, the yeah, baby yeah. comes by with the one eyebrow. Dun, dun, dun. You know what I mean? And Maggie's like looking out like, oh, man. They make Maggie a and then, badass without her saying anything. And she ends up being the one that shoots Mr. Burns. Just- right. And then Ashley, uh, Ashley, uh, uh, oh, yeah. He wants to borrow a feeling. Yes, yeah. Ashley. But to Ashley's point about the, um, what do you call it? The... Uh, the Simpsons led paved the way to Family Guy. So then Homer took that one step further every time he fights the chicken, or Peter. not? Or sorry, Peter. I mean, every every time he fights the chicken, right? And then doesn't he actually have a fight with Peter? Don't they actually have a scrap? Who Homer? Peter. Peter and yeah, Homer. Yeah, they get they, into they, they get a crossover because they go to they go to Springfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a whole thing where they're together. I I gotta yeah, watch yeah. that properly. But another thing, again, sorry, yeah. another one coming back to me is where uh, I didn't do it. Where Bart becomes the I didn't do it boy. My boys are books. My boys are books. He brings, oh, my boy. Hey, there's my hat. Uh, Australia. Australia. Uh, I'll take a a milk. Oh, dude, that Uh, is such a good episode. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Look what we got here. This is Charlie the Wise. Look at this guy making an appearance in here. Say the line, Charlie. Say the line. Say the line. How are you doing, bud? How are we doing in there? He's getting all big. Look at this guy. He's getting large and in charge. 
He's large and in charge. He's a big oh, boy. Puppy. Oh yeah. He looks like. He so looks like. Stop it. He's like, I don't want to do that. Almost had him in the full Nelson uh, there. Here, Alex. Let's go in here. Alex is going to come in here and talk about. He's going to come in for a minute and talk a little Simpsons. Just come on in and sit down in the lap there. Bud. Hi, and, Alex. Uh, how's all right, going, you can hear everything? Yeah. Good. Good. So this guy's a massive, massive uh, Simpsons fan. I love fan. it. Okay, well, let, let's and give Alex some time has, then. Go for it, buddy. Yeah, massive, massive Simpsons fan. <laughs> so we're going to talk about... We've been talking about our favorite episodes. And I love the Hank Scorpio one. You know, have you seen a Hank Scorpio one? You know, when he goes in there and he's like, if you could kill someone on the way out, Homer would be a big help. Um, and Chris loves Millhouse. And uh, uh, Ashley, sweet baby Jesus, hello puppers. Yep. Yeah, that's Charlie the Wise. Uh, so anyways, uh, Alex has been rocking The Simpsons for a couple of months now, almost every episode. So what's your favorite episode of The Simpsons? We got to talk into the mic, though. Okay. Like, what's your favorite one? Is it one of the early ones? Is it one of the new ones? Because uh, we've only really covered up to season eight. Yeah, I like the. I like. So the, what's like? I had two. I like the. Well, there's so many I like, but I like the lemon tree and the the pool episode where he breaks his leg. Those were so good. I, and now I'm thinking the hockey yeah. one was so good as well, right? But go ahead, Alex. Oh, you yeah. can throw a few out there. You don't have to just pick one. Mm. Yeah. What are What are some throw of your favorite some ones, ones that you like? I don't know. <laughs> Didn't we talk about this? Didn't you have a uh, whole he thing? He secretly yeah. hates The Simpsons. He's just doing what he's he like. Oh no, I don't really like The Simpsons. <laughs> I don't really like. Okay, what about the baseball episode? That was a good one, right? Yeah. It hits Homer in the head. I like Hank Scorpio, the best. Uh, that one's really cool. Remember, he has to kill somebody on the way out, and then the oh, monorail. Yeah. Remember the monorail one? Yeah. Yeah. That so what? Funny. What do you remember about that one? Uh, the monorail is built, and that guy is like crazy and he convinces the whole town to build a monorail and then it goes crazy and and Homer and Bart are inside and they have to like steer it away from or like stop it from going off the track talking to the mic yeah yeah that was a funny one okay and then we're gonna get into and what about this one what do you remember from this episode oh that's one uh, Ned goes crazy because <laughs> his house was destroyed in the hurricane. His is the only house that was destroyed in a hurricane. Yeah. Right? So, and he's all, he's the religious guy that believes in God like crazy. And then he's the only house. And then what do they do? They rebuild his house, but it's different. And <laughs> it's your master bedroom. I'm, uh, I, I'm pretty sure this wall's not right or whatever the line is. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure you're a jerk. There's some good ones in yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Hey, Spock, what do you want in your hot dog? <laughs> All right. So um, to keep on with that theme, man, we won't keep you any longer there, Alex. But if you had to look at these characters, who is your favorite Simpsons character then? If you had to pick one. I don't know. Probably Willie. You like Willie? Willie, <laughs> Willie the groundskeeper. Willie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some great lines too, right? He's got some great lines in there. Um, what about Nelson or or a Millhouse? No. Don't like those guys. No. I like, I like the nerdy ones. I like Martin no. too. No. Nelson's Martin. just no. What about Martin? Remember Martin with the pool? Oh yeah. You, you bet my they, Wookiee. They, pant, they pantsed him. Remember? Oh. <laughs> that was the best of it. Yeah. But I like, remember back in the day when the very first came out and. 
you know, when I was because me being a big Star Wars geek and collecting the, the toys, they, they do the big science contest or whatever, and, and Martin has Star Wars Star Wars action figures in the original packaging. We got Chewie, Obi Wan, all my favorites. We have a winner, <laughs> and then he's just collecting like the Star Wars guys in the original packaging, and they actually tried to draw them similar, and then he falls on them at the end. Oh, I bet my Wookie just gold, just the yep. scenes. Right? What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite Simpsons line? What's your favorite Simpsons line? Like one of your characters, like use. I like. Uh, I begged you. I like that. I begged you to. I like it. Oh, okay. Well, actually, Chris wants you to do with your Apu. Dude, I. Uh, so you to, I just did Uder. You got I to do. You. You I begged you. I begged you to show mine first. I begged you. I begged you. Yeah. So we got to do your your Apu. Let, you got uh, you to do your Apu now on. So. Sure, won't get taken no, down. No, we might get taken down. Yeah, you'll be fine. I, I just did a German folk, and the, and the Germans, I'm sure, are fine with and that. And the Germans aren't going to be there. Come here, you. Here. Uh, so, what does Apu say when you walk into the store? When you walk into the store? I don't know. Press your on my leg. No, he doesn't you. say Come anything. Again. Yeah, yeah, that's what he Let's says. Let's hear when... Apu then. Here we go. No. <laughs> I don't want it to get taken down. If it gets taken down, it's not going to offend anybody. But anyways. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's good. All right, let's hear what you got. Let's hear <laughs> Apu. Maybe Chris Chris, talk to him, and then you can oh, answer him. Hey, Apu. Like Apu. What's going on? <laughs> what do you got there, Rat Alex? No, I don't. Thank you. Come I don't... That's, the, that's the easiest I one. I don't want it to get taken down. That's fine if it gets taken down. All right. Well, you're out. All right. Bye, Alex. <laughs> what do you say? Thank you. How do you say it as Apple? Thank you. Come again. There's <laughs> Apple for us. There's Charlie. Charlie the Wise. He's going to go up and. Uh, you going out for a walk? Yeah. Bye, Charlie the Wise. He's out. Woo! He's out of there. He's gone. That's right. Big boy now. Yeah, he's a big boy. Go. Yeah, there's so much. Uh, I never found. Uh, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I have thick skin. I guess I don't get. I didn't get offended by too much. Uh, too much stuff on the TV. I, I get more offended by watching news stuff. That jacks me up a little more than than seeing what the news. Oh yeah. Than, than you know, than absolutely cartoons and stuff like that. And there's cartoons I yeah, like. Yeah. Not like they really offend me, but they're you know, it's just like I think they suck, but. I don't. I, comedies. I, I don't care what uh, people say about things. People got all uppity about Dave Chappelle and stuff. And I and I I'm gonna walk this carefully. But comedy is one of those things. Or, and I think uh, Ricky Gervais and a bunch of them have said it best. It's like comedy. You know, you should be able to make fun of everything, and then, you know, good, and as long as it's within the parameters of 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 this of the story that you're trying to tell. And I just think that like. Smart comedy, you know, should be recognized, mm-hmm. and I I just don't get offended by shit. Like, I mean, what's don't get offended by anything. I I don't know. I just don't get offended by anything, and I I actually want them to to see how far they can push it. Like Big Mouth. Have you watched Big Mouth before? No. On Netflix, no. you'd love that show. That's Nick Crawl. Oh yeah, and I've, it's I've like, heard that that's a good show. Yeah, I got to check that out. And it's just him, and it's and it's his hormones that follow him around. You got to get up in there, buddy. You got to like, it's just insane. And they funny. just go so far. I can't actually, I can't believe well, it's, it's, uh, well, it's, it's a weird thing because I choose, choose you. That's a good one. And it's got a train. Um, <laughs> I'm picturing the card, that whole episode. <clears throat> it's a, uh, you yeah, know, people goodness. get, it's, people get more offended now about, 
a casual show or a casual conversation than it seems an actual event that's happening in the world, which blows my mind, but that's the world we live in. Um, the Simpsons has predicted a lot of wild stuff, though, eh, buddy? Like tr- Donald Trump becoming the president? In 2024, they had, uh, when they go to New York with the Twin Towers falling... Um, oh, there's so many. And I actually tried to find like a complete list from top to bottom online today. Um, and it's tough. There's tons of them, but they're not really laid out in like a nice readable area. So unless I type it up or, or do something. But man, they predicted so many things. Um, they predicted coronavirus. Mm-hmm. They had coronavirus in there. Oh, I mean, they yeah, had, uh, Ashley, yeah. Ashley, you might know a few of you are listening. I mean, there were so many predictions in there if you guys remember them. But, but there was so many... Uh, different things that they got right. Um, and it's funny, but that's the, the beauty about the smartness of the show. Is I was thinking about that today when we were talking about Simpsons and going down this road because they would have had to kind of look, it's like looking at things now and who is like a big player in New York or who's a big player in LA or who's a big player in Minnesota because they got like random senators from Minnesota and like Arkansas and and they got them. So it's like looking at these people and where the positions are currently right now. Well, that guy is the secretary of this person, but he's probably yeah. going to be this and this. Oh, I'll bet you in like 16 years, that guy is going to be the this of the this. Let's put it into the show and mm-hmm. fucking get it right. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. It's just crazy. You have to go so far down or have somebody on staff. Yeah. That is so smart about that shit. Hey, we need somebody in eight years that's going to be president. Oh, it's going to be fucking Larry, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. Put him in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's, it's cool. The, the, I find Conan O'Brien, you can't go wrong with a Conan O'Brien episode. No way. It's the best. He's so his, smart. I find his are, are above, above uh, all the rest. You can tell when he stopped being involved. And another funny thing is when Homer's pupils seem a little larger, those ones are always little, are, are hilarious as well in the early first, first seven. Well, I found the first seven seasons were really untouchable. They're just brilliant. There's probably some yeah. good ones after that too. I'm, I'm sure there are, but I was really just watching the, the first seven seasons and I was having so much fun watching them again. So many good memories. And I'd say it wasn't, it, it was just the little things that happened in, in the shows that really, mm-hmm really made me laugh. You know, what are you going to do without your dogs or the bees or the killer dogs that have cat bee that sh- shoot bees or whatever, you know? So just the little things that are so friggin' funny, man. And the cops, like the police, you know, and, and how dumb oh, they Wiggum. are. Wiggum is like, well, we can't do that there, boys. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's like, but they're just So, it's funny. so you, can, you can portray the police as being total morons and you yeah. can portray the mayor as being, you know, uh, a crooked Quimby. womanizer. Yeah, yeah. But whatever you do, do not have, you know, the wrong person running a quickie mark. I know. And anyway, that's, just, sorry, just I know. I, I, what I a totally, great character totally Wiggum with, is. I, I, I totally didn't mean. I just kind of it just kind of blow my mind there. I just I'm thinking of things as we're talking. Oh, no, Wiggum's great. I mean, Wiggum's amazing. He's so funny, right? Uh, and it's, it, and he's uh, his, his, he always looking at feels bad for his son there. So do we, how far, um, <laughs> bake them away toys, bake them away toys, bake them away. Uh, what, uh, so, okay. How do we feel about it continuing? You haven't seen anything new. Ashley, you can weigh in here. I haven't if- wa- you know what? I haven't watched a new episode in the past, at least five years, at least five years. It must do the business. Like it must, because right. they just well, keep I- renewing it. I think parents are passing it down to their kids, possibly. 
But he's binging it. Like Alex is binging it. So he'll go and binge it, but he won't sit down on a Sunday and watch a new episode. He's binging all the old stuff. And then he's kind of getting caught up and then stopping. And then he'll watch the new season when it comes out. He's actually not watching live TV right now. He's all, it's all binging. So that's an interesting one to me. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if it's going to end up going down that road, you know, and, and, um, uh, it's not what it was. So I don't watch it anymore. Yeah. So there you go, Ash. So she's, she's echoing that. So I, maybe it's just the, the new woke culture doesn't accept it or something. I'm not sure, but, uh, it's interesting. Well, I'll tell you, man, I threw on the old ones and if you are a Gen Xer, or even if you're not, and you watched it growing up, man, it's good. It's just so many, the one liners are just, and get ready to remember them for when you go to work or you go to parties or whatever, or you're seeing your buddies. Cause man, well, look what we just did here. We just, we just did like an hour of all the stuff that we, you know, like I can rhyme off five lines from Hank Scorpio. I can rhyme off, you know, well, you hit me up because you were at the Simpsons place in Florida or wherever. Right. And then I thought, well, and then I thought, Oh man, Simpsons, I missed them. And I threw on a couple episodes and then I was right back in. It was just like, oh my yeah. God. Is it, and I, I thought we should do an episode. And yeah. then and then you well, were like, well, we, we should sketch it out. And I was like, you know, what should we, you're asking my, what, what, what should we do? And I was like, oh man, we'll just, just throw we'll the just ball, go. man. And we'll yeah. talk. And that's all you need for that. that what a great subject. Cause that's all you need is just throw the ball, my friend. Yeah. That, and that's when you go to Universal Studios, that's the first thing you walk into is Simpsons land. So right. Alex, it was, his head was like, you know, he was on the spot and all nervous, but I mean, that kid can go on for an hour. You know, but the Simpsons and he'd just sit there and he went to every little thing. He knew every nook and cranny. Oh, this is from this episode. And there's Moe's Tavern. Well, I tried to video you in from Moe's Tavern. Yeah, I was trying to get in the garage doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. Though. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. So anyways, uh, uh, an incredible show. And yes. obviously uh, it's going to come to an end, I think, likely soon. Um, your favorite character is Milhouse. Other than The uh, Simpsons, yeah, Homer's the, my favorite. On the first seven seasons, or the yeah. yeah, first seven seasons, easily like Homer by far. And, you but know, my second the, secondary character, I guess it would be right. Your uh, supporting actor, yeah, would be would be Milhouse for sure. For me. You know, and you know what's interesting because if you actually listen, and it's a subtle, tiny little thing, but if you listen to those that first season of The Simpsons, I mean, he didn't have Homer's kind of like thing down yet. Like it was sort of like. A bit more boopity boopity boo kind I think of that's what made it so much or, fun too right, right but that first episode but then he dialed in in season two three four and oh, i yes, think that yeah. that he got it's like seinfeld you know that first season is fine but like when you get into like three and yeah. four like forget it unstoppable Agreed. you know what i mean unstoppable writing unstoppable like just undeniable and incredible so uh um beans actually i agree it did have a damn fine run um so anyways what's next for you my man what are you up to outside of the doing some artwork uh how's the skeletron coming along it's good i just got to get it printed just uh my wife was uh not feeling well over the weekend she controls the printing so there's a lot of stuff we wanted to get done over the weekend we didn't so we're behind a bit here there's issue one so the reprint of that's coming out there's issue two is still for sale a couple of those left got a couple of those left as well gotta get back in there i gotta get it printed off sent out do the deals yeah. yeah make sure you follow us on twitter if you can friends uh yeah. for however long of life it has uh which it could be ending any day who knows uh just with elon musk in charge now we don't know how that's gonna go but it's a mess over there right now but this still seems to be broadcasting on there so we'll do that make sure you follow us all over there uh we really appreciate it also 
uh, while you're at it, uh, we got a fancy website and it's called kids on the escalator. Dot com And over there you can find the video, you can find all the stuff, past episodes, and all the things that uh, we've been up to the last little bit. Uh, you're going to show Beans? There's Darth Beans right there. Hello, Beans. I should have had Charlie down here at the same time. He would have been freaking out. Look at that look. Now that's a beautiful cat right there. That's just like my favorite kind of cat. That's Beans. Um, that's Darth Beans. He followed me home one day, folks, and he's got a chip in his ear. Whoever was the owner of that said... Not only is that not my cat, I effing hate cats. I'm going to be censoring myself. And you got Matt Murray back from the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, which uh, I should have picked up last week in my pool, and I didn't. And he's uh, had two wins, which is great. I actually dropped Samson off today. But I think you're going to see the Leafs go on a little run here now, too. Mm -hmm. They're on right now. It's on in the next mm -hmm. room there. Yeah. I'm going to go check it out and have a couple tacos, my friend, with Beans. Beans is going to come with me. Tacos are good. Tacos are good. Uh, that is the Kids on the Escalator podcast for another week, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back next week. I think we're going to go back to the um, overrated, underrated series. I think we're going to try to get our pal Darren back on and another guest from a big heavy metal band. And we are going to kind of get into most overrated and most underrated heavy metal bands of all time. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be a rad one. So that should be fun. Uh, be sure to tune in. Thanks to our friends at DeanBondell.com. Thank you, the listener. Ashley, thanks, thanks for, Ashley. Uh, for, for the comments. Um, and uh, Par, thanks so much for checking in as well. Yeah, buddy. And, thanks, uh, Mom and Dad, for watching. Woo! They're watching. Well, my mom is my watching the game. Dangerous Dorothy, as always. Awesome to, to, to have you along for the ride. Uh, that's us. Good times. Rad cats and dogs. Yeah. Cheers. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.